What's up, everybody? Sultan of Strangles here, and I just got done recording one of my favorite episodes so far. Uh, the most popular episode on this podcast by a long shot is How to Pick Up Chicks While Ugly. I gave you the male perspective, and that's super important, but today I interviewed one of my favorite Instagram hotties, Sonia Bill. She is one of the fastest rising Instagram stars out there, and she is a very financially, um, physically, just pretty much overall successful person. So I learned a lot during this episode, not just about picking up chicks at the gym, but also about relationships, psychology, how to conduct yourself, and how to not be a loser. So sit back, relax, and get ready for episode 14, How to Pick Up Chicks at the Gym. Oops, I forgot to plug myself in the beginning. Sorry about that. Remember, before you listen to the episode, to follow me on Instagram, at K-O-O-L-R-A-K. Please follow my jujitsu school, at Immortals Jiu-Jitsu. Please follow the podcast on Instagram, at Rambling with Rack. And last but not least, make sure to follow our guest today, Sonia Bill. S-O-N-Y-A-B-I-L. What's up, everybody? It's Mike here with Rambling with Rack. And today, I am with my favorite. Instagram hottie Sonia Bill. Her Instagram is at S O N Y A B I L. And her Instagram is one of the most entertaining ones for me. Number one, because the workouts are amazing. Number two, because she posts what the psychotic people message her sometimes. And today we are going to go over how to pick up chicks at the gym. You guys loved my episode, How to Pick Up Chicks While Ugly. This episode, we're going to talk about how to not be a creep at the gym, how to be a gentleman, and we have our number one person here to teach us how. Uh, how are you doing today, Sonia? First of all, thank you so much for this. I've um, been smiling and trying to keep the laughter, like the happy laughter, all this time um, that you were saying all these nice things about me. Um, so thank you for that. I really much appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I mean... It's, it's going good. It's a fun topic to talk about. And I just did a very short, brief kind of questionnaire for my followers to get an overall insight on what they think, um, separated by, you know, female, male, and the perspective of dating overall. And with the pandemic, especially, I think it's getting tricky. So I'm very excited to talk about this. Um, obviously, yes. not from my perspective, because I am married, but I could always imagine what would happen if I wasn't if I was out there, how would I react? So that would be my approach. I like that. Not, I like the honesty, because um, believe it or not, there's a lot of people out there on Instagram, they know that if they say they're married, their follower count is going to go down right. by half. Right. Because I've seen it happen with my own eyes, especially the jujitsu women of jujitsu. They're like, hey, got married. So happy. And their followers, instead of being like, hey, I'm happy for you. You see their followers literally get cut in half the next day. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I knew it might happen. I didn't really care. However, a lot of messages that I get are still like, I think you're lying. I don't think you're married. We don't see your husband. You don't share anything about him with him or whatever. So I do keep it very private to myself um, for certain reasons. 
we're not going to get into it, but it's mostly actually his choice. So we're good. We're fine. And I, I don't care. I mean, you don't want to follow me because I'm married. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And um, I, I've seen some of these messages of the, the people who message you and uh, I get genuinely shocked. <laughs> and I, I believe that, that that's the first thing we should address in this podcast, because a lot of these guys are like, hey, if I message her, hey, sexy, a hundred times over and over, and maybe <laughs> she'll respond. And, and men, let me tell you, that's the worst way to yeah. approach someone. I remember I, I dug I dug deep in our conversation and I'm <laughs> like, how did I how did I approach her? Mm -hmm. And I remember uh it, you know, it was me asking you a question about a workout and that's how it started. And then I asked you where you were from because mm -hmm. you look 100% Iranian <laughs> and, and then it started from there. So like, guys, ask normal human questions. Right. And we're not just yet. like, we're not blow up dolls that you're supposed to approach with that instant mentality of what to do with it. It's, it's a human interaction that we're kind of responding to as a normal creature would. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So I wanted to get your take on what is, um, before we delve into approaching at the gym on Instagram, what is the proper way to actually message someone, introduce yourself without seeming like a complete creep? So I, I'd say looking at my tea times, you could see that a lot of people approach me with the instant i want this and this from you and i currently i have this one guy i'm just counting how many times he's going to try to um, call me and video call me before he just gives up but so far it's been 35 and every day I <laughs> call and i'm just i'm just curious how many days it's going to be in a row so we're on the streak anyway i do think it's the worst way to approach a female is by instantly um, throwing yourself at her if i wasn't married and someone approached me with hey just wanted to let you know i am absolutely like i'm admiring the work you've done it's it has to be something that is very much personalized so i hate the idea of someone approaching you with a line that you can read through that's going to be like oh hey did it hurt when you fall like bitch i i came from down there okay so it didn't hurt yeah. it, ju it just burned a little relax so <laughs> Like in my case, I get very much annoyed by any line. So don't throw a line, say something genuine, say something, look through my page, uh, recognize the fact that, for example, I love animals, say something like, hey, I look through your page, looks amazing, um, not to be a creep, but I notice you have this and this. So make it personalized. Don't just go off the last story you saw or the last picture she shared, dig in, and that's going to give you some um, insight on what she is about and what he is about, too. Like, the same goes for guys. Because some girls do try to approach guys, but they just go, oh, my God, this last picture of you. Oh, I would have married you. Like, blah, blah, blah. No, no. Exactly. Um, and, <clears throat> and, and going back to it, my I, I made sure to be personal when I messaged you. I yes. brought up the workout you did, and I brought up where you could possibly be from. That means I actually watched your videos, right? Yep. So I have a lot of people who approach me and they're like, hey, I'm your biggest fan. Where are you from? 
<laughs> and um, on, okay. on your profile, on your profile, you don't really talk about your uh, where you're from too much. I talk about it almost in every post and every story. Right. So if you don't know where I'm from, that means you don't watch my stuff. Right. You know so then I you're mean? not a fan. How are you a fan exactly. if you didn't really invest your time into figuring out what you're all about? Exactly. <laughs> I agree. So now that we covered that, I want to go over how someone at the gym... I have my own way that I'm going to bring up after we get your take. It's been working pretty well. But what is the best way for a guy to approach a girl <clears throat> at the gym? So I'm going to start by giving you a little bit of like um, what I received from my followers. And the little game that we played was, is it appropriate or is it not appropriate to approach um, female or male, anyone just dating overall in the gym? <clears throat> Very much surprisingly, I got huge amount of uh, people who were not comfortable with someone approaching them in the gym as if like, no, that's definitely inappropriate. At the same time, I got huge amount of people who said, yes, it's appropriate, but it depends on the person. So it really doesn't help because I realized that it's so much of a, well, it depends. Most females felt okay with someone approaching them as long as that guy is hot or as long as she finds him attractive in any way. And then from there, the second thing was <clears throat> as long as he's being respectful. So the first thing was actually appearance. And then the second one was how he approaches you. Males, however, also said, well, we get hit on as well. We get approached as well. And guys mostly didn't mind. They didn't care unless it was, it was something of, the same gender approaching them. And that's where they felt a little bit uncomfortable. So it's a very difficult situation to maneuver. And I understand that. Um, but if we're going to say how, what's the best way to be approached when I get hit on in the gym lately, it hasn't been as uh, traumatizing as usual <laughs> <laughs> because I think also because you have a mask on, a lot of guys actually still want to see your face before they approach you. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not something you would think about, but yeah, body matters a lot. But they wait. They wait till you take that sip of water or pre-workout that you're taking. They want to see the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I'm telling you. They wait is all good. It's fine. Yeah, let me see that nose. Let me see those lips. Let me see what's going on down there. And then... Uh -huh they kind of figure out whether they want to come up to you or not. So recently, and I found it to be a line, but it was like, it was fitting into how I am. So it was kind of cute. Um, a guy came up to me and he said, what are you on like batteries or something? How are you so energized? Like, because when I work out, I dance, I hop around, I almost don't take any breaks. Like my breaks are 35, 40 seconds long. And then I go for the next set. I am like really, really in the zone and so when he came over to just say hey are, are you like on something <laughs> how are you making all of us look bad in here you're working out like a like a freaking beast and that was really cute because first of all that means he was um actually paying attention to how i work out and what i'm doing rather mm -hmm. than just looking at my physique which is also sometimes fine because girls do kind of want to show off the physique. Not everyone, but you can tell. Uh-huh. And it was personalized. It wasn't fitting into any other girl 
being around. I was actually being a crackhead. I was jumping around like I was on <laughs> on something. So yeah, it was fitting in. And it helped that the guy was cute. He was he was kind of hot. So it wasn't creepy. But when I looked through all of my answers from the gentlemen, where I asked them, would you approach a girl? Have you approached the girl? How did it end up going? Most men said, oh, I tried to not because I don't want to come off as a perv. And oh, that's, God. yes, and that's where the issue lays. If you think you're going to come off as a perv, it's most likely because, well, maybe you are. Because No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to cut. I'm going to cut. I, ha I have to intervene there. Tell me. This is a thing with men, okay? Mm -hmm. So I, I can't think of a better word for this, but our, most men are pussies. I go out. Yeah, yeah. I almost I choked in my guys. Gatorade. Yeah. Okay. They come up with the dumbest excuses not to approach women. Oh my God, you know, uh, she's not hot enough. Uh, I don't want to come off as a perp. No, you're, you're scared. You're oh. scared of rejection. Mm. And it has nothing to do with confidence. It has everything to do with not giving a shit. Oh. So me. So me. I'm not the best looking guy. I'm average looking dude. I don't care. I literally walk up and I talk to people and I'm doing pretty good. Now, one thing I see guys do at the gym a lot, they're like, hey, here's a girl. I'm a meathead. I'm going to give her advice. Mm -hmm. uh, she's there to train. She doesn't want your advice. She doesn't want your True. unsolicited advice. True. So, so Sonia, I'm going to tell you what's been working great for me talk at the me. gym. Come on. Instead of trying to be that uh, that guy teaching, <clears throat> I go up to the girl and I ask a question. I'm like, hey, you know, I've been doing hip thrusts for a while, but I really don't see the results. Do you do you know of any like uh, other ways I could be doing it? Like, oh, my God. Yes. Oh, you smarty fans. <laughs> <laughs> I follow Brett Contreras. You have to switch from the A stance to the B stance. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> it's been working for me. <laughs> oh and my god! Yeah. You. yeah, that's a good trick. I mean, listen, every girl likes to feel smart, and when you come yes. up to her, like this poor, innocent child that needs to be taught, we can't resist. <laughs> I I do agree. Mm. <laughs> you smarty pants. Ah, I wish you've seen my face right now. I'm like, wow. Yes, you cannot. Don't give unsolicited advice. No. Go up to her and ask her a question. Yes, and, and and then and start a real conversation. Yeah, it's like then we talk about Brett Contreras, mm -hmm. and then after, I'll be like, you know, um, you know, I was wondering if you would you want to grab a drink after training sometime, and most of the time, totally fine. Don't make it super into hey, I'd like to take you out to dinner. That's cool too. But I'm like, hey, you want to grab a drink sometime? And usually it's yes. Right. And and this is coming from a guy who's not six foot three, blonde <laughs> hair, blue eyes. <laughs> you know? I get it. I get it. Listen, I am not Miss Russia myself. And uh -huh. with the accent that I have, most people approach me thinking that I speak Spanish. Then they hear a little bit of the accent uh, from Eastern Europe and they're like, you're not that. I actually get very much upset and turned off if someone tries to guess what I am. So I don't like that. Wow. Yeah. I get really? instantly, I get on the verge of like, don't you dare to assume that I'm Hispanic just because I'm short and dark. Um, because I don't want to lose my identity. And I am way too mixed. 
to be identified as something specific. So I don't. Uh, but um, I guess I guessed what you were right right off the bat, though. Yeah, you did. You you can't fool <laughs> you can't fool each other, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the what does they say? The birds of the feather flock together, or something. Flock together. Yeah, yeah I knew right away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the gym. Um, yeah. So when it comes to guys, you're probably right. They're probably scared, or they don't care, or they're very much into themselves. And, exactly. Um, I, I still think that it's very situational. So how to pick up a girl and is that girl interested? I would say if she's making a severe eye contact, that could be a first din, 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 that she could be interested. If you catch her, look your way after you look her way. I know it sounds like a game, but that could just give it away as a one. A second, yeah. If you feel confident enough to approach her and like you're interested, the best way you write is a question because we can't refuse answering. We can't refuse being smart, at least feeling smart for a second, I guess. <laughs> then um, I also had someone who messaged me and was uh, quite uh, upset over the fact that social media girls seem to be comfortable giving their social media, but not their numbers. Hello. Sorry, I broke out for a second. Keep going. Oh, no, not at all. So did you hear me? I said... Most yeah, girls, girls feel seem comfortable be... on social yeah. media. No, they seem to be comfortable giving you their social media, but not their digits, not their number. Oh, wow. Yeah, I get so, that. Sometimes yeah, she's going to be that. like, yeah, go ahead, follow me. Because she probably needs followers. But then <laughs> when you hit her up and you say, hey, want to go for a drink? She goes, oh, well, actually, no. I can't. I'm feeding my cats. I'm feeding my cat. <laughs> like something, something ridiculous comes up. And he's like, well, okay, that was a waste of three days, you know, approaching her, waiting a bit, and then approaching her again. Yes. So, so I do feel like I could give a very quick advice as a female. If I wasn't married in the gym, would I be looking to date? No. Would I be looking to meet someone in my gym? No. But if someone who I find attractive approaches me, I would know within first couple of seconds whether I would go out or would not go out with that guy. We make up our mind so fast and so easy that if she's not saying yes that first time you ask her out, that's because she's not interested enough. She'll keep you on the hook. She'll keep looking your way because she knows you were interested in the beginning. She will keep uh, answering to your messages on Instagram. Yeah, sure, why not? She'll keep even like smiling at you if we're not wearing masks anymore and uh, or nodding. And, and she'll keep that communication, but it's going to be chill, I'm in the gym, you're in the gym, we're friends kind of vibe. It's, she's not going to go out with you. She didn't say yes in the beginning. It's just not a yes. Interesting. So, mm -hmm. So are you saying that, you know, you try once, she says no, give the fuck up. Yeah, I mean, the next move should be on her. From there, anytime you pass by and she looks up and she kind of waits that you're going to talk to her again, look up, but don't say anything. Also drives us crazy. Because... Really? Yeah, 
because we know you approached me first. You looked at oh me, I looked at you. You approached me, you asked me out. I kind of turned you down, but I know you were interested. Finding out that you're no longer interested because I turned you down once drives us crazy. Because Interesting. You're yeah, you're expecting that he's going to keep on trying and you're the shit. And why wouldn't he want to keep trying? And so when he doesn't, that's when I'd say most girls would either say, okay, whatever, I have other options, or that's when she will approach you back. Okay, so you're saying after you get rejected the first time, go, don't go trying her, uh, try to approach her again. Wait until she approaches you. Yep. Well, keep that eye contact. Keep that okay. passing by, nodding, acting like you're no longer interested. You're just being friendly and polite. We do understand that friendly and polite could also mean that you're no longer interested. And that's what scares females. I mean, you approached me because you wanted to take me out. I said no, but I still see you looking at me because I know you were interested. Now, you no longer asking me out means, oh my God, maybe he's no longer interested. Maybe I should like start being friendly again so he's into me. Wow. It's terrible. It's terrible. I know. We're such bitches. It's terrible <laughs> how it works. But for some reason, that's the mentality. That's the, the mindset. Interesting. Now, now, you mentioned before, you know right away if a guy, uh, if you want to go out with a guy or not. Mm -hmm. Now, I see a lot of guys go to the gym dressed like animals. <laughs> if you're wearing a baggy-ass t-shirt with stains on it and uh and you just look like shit <laughs> of course they're not going to talk to you so i you know I, I i have a trick in my other episode how to pick up chicks while ugly uh-huh i have no sense of fashion so what i do is i just go to the most attractive woman that i have as a friend and i'm like listen i need you to take me clothes shopping and for your time, I'll buy you a nice outfit. So I will just buy whatever clothes they tell me to buy. And it works. The, the, the girls love it. Because oh, wow. I'm not when are we going <laughs> shopping? <laughs> I, I'm literally going to ask you to take me clothes shopping for the gym. Oh, you're I, hilarious. Uh, um, yeah, it works. So um, I went out. With, I, I asked a lady friend of mine, listen, take me clothes shopping for the gym. So we straight up went to Models. Uh -huh. And she got me. So I used to wear sweatshirts uh freaking uh, straps on my wrists and i looked very intimidating now i'm wearing the nice track pants i got a nice you know gym shark you know gym shark but like one of those nice sport sweaters so what are what what would you say is a nice attractive outfit for a guy to wear at a gym this is super important all right, so Gymshark, definitely this shit. Oh, it's it's good. It's definitely... They're good, tell. right? It's yes. very good. Besides that, girls like to see that guys are comfortable investing some money into how they look. I know it's going to sound silly, but you can also say if a girl is out there to pick someone up or not in the gym, um, mostly you see guys who are working out, they're in the zone, but... If it's too tight on certain areas, it's intimidating for females. No matter what anyone says, we sneak peek, we look, we, we do that. And I don't want to be caught looking at something when I didn't mean to just because it's too tight and things like that. So I'd say that's a turn off. 
So um, explain to me what you mean by too tight. Like if a guy wears a shirt that's too tight? No, shirt is fine. I'm talking about pants or like. Oh, shorts. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, your leggings should not be leggings. They should not be tight enough for me to count your next future child. Like I should not. Be... <laughs> oh my god, you're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I should not be able to determine the 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 future of of your. Uh, wow, this is something that never crossed my mind. Yeah, I mean, have you ever caught a woman staring? We do it un completely non intentionally. It's like oh my a quick God, look. It's amazing. Yeah, but it, it's uncomfortable <laughs> for us though. You catch uh -huh. yourself like peeking, and you go, mm -hmm. "Wait, I'm not interested. Why did I look? Because it's too tight." And I mean, guys do the same thing with breasts and butts, but you most likely intended. We don't. And then it feels uncomfortable that we do it. Wow. So in jujitsu, uh, I wear tight leggings because I don't want people grabbing my shorts. Uh -huh. And then one day, one of my female training partners said, hey, listen, Mike, uh, you got to stop wearing those. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. So now I know. Uh -huh. Wow. Okay. Because we look. There's <laughs> there's even, um, I think they call it, how do they call it? Gray sweatpants season. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Guys start wearing these gray sweatpants that are like kind of tight in October. Oh. And people, people peak. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you say is, you know, shoes, shirt, et cetera, hats? You know, I like to wear my, I, I like to wear a nice hat, uh, my nice Gymshark shirt, track pants, nice shoes. W what would you say a good outfit is? Hmm. Oh my God, I've been so involved in figuring out my own outfits that I don't think that I've ever analyzed any guide. Wow. Yeah, honestly, I do like white tops on um, guys because I do think if you do have a nice chest or or great shoulders it's going to look good it all depends also mm. on your personal physique I mean don't get me wrong but not everyone can pull the same outfit now I like that you just said that because I was just about to say the same thing mm -hmm. lighter colors are much less intimidating I love black uh -huh. I go to the I used to go to the gym black sweatshirt black But mm -hmm. now I go light colors, white shirt, you know, lighter track pants. And it's yep. so much less intimidating. It so is. it's cool that you just said that because I 100% agree with you. Yeah, I do think that colors make big difference. But again, it all depends on your personal physique. And I mean, you don't want to walk in and look like a parakeet. But you do want to have a splash of color here and there. And I guess... If you, I don't know, if you're wearing like a lighter outfit on top, you could match the white sneakers. They're very hot right now. White sneakers is a thing right now also. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I don't know how old you are, but back in 2012, like neon <laughs> sneakers were the thing. Yeah. Like where really, so as soon as I started wearing those, I noticed not just women, everybody was so comfortable approaching me like, whoa, cool sneakers. And after right. a year when they were no longer cool anymore, nobody talks to me anymore. <laughs> Horrible. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Tell me, what do you think is a turnoff for a guy in the gym to see, like, 
what is a girl supposed to be doing to to get you like nope not into that anymore thank you um so i can i can tell so if someone like you who's actually serious and training that's a huge turn on i'm like damn she looks like she knows what she's doing but i'm telling you there's some chicks that just go for attention oh I yes see, i see some girls wear the craziest <laughs> outfits to the gym and i'm I'm like shocked. And then I noticed they're not even working out. They're just walking in circles, walking in circles. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, is this really happening right now? So for <laughs> me, that's a huge mental turn off. What do you think okay. about that? Well, I'll say, yeah, I can always tell if um, a girl is there to work out or not based on two things, makeup and hair. If your mm. hair is done, to go out for a dinner, like if it's straightened to from here to Alabama, like I'm not, I'm, no, you're not working out because you're wow. worried. Yeah, you're worried. Your hair is down and it's straight very well. You're not working out. You're worried about any sweat being around your hair so that it's not curly again because you just straightened it for three hours. I get it. But that's <laughs> not a workout. And girls with full faces of makeup and a mm -hmm. cute little mask and like i can tell that underneath that mask you're caking right now you're you we could bake on top of you and, <laughs> and girls do do that and yes you're right they work from they walk from station to station they kind of go like blink one way blink the other way flick their hair and pick up a two and a half pound crappy thing and go around and, and do it again and drop it somewhere else. And that's how you know she's there to, I'm not saying hook up because that's not necessarily it. She's there mm -hmm. to show off. She's there exactly. to bring up her personal worth because she thinks she's going to get all these guys interested. No one's going to approach her because they're too intimidated and she's going to mm -hmm. leave. Exactly. And this brings me to my next point. Don't be intimidated. <laughs> and it doesn't have to do with confidence. Yep. It's just about not giving a shit. Go yep. say hi. Go ask her what she's what, what what she's working out today, you know? Something not intimidating. And then I'm telling you, it will work, you know? Yeah. You know the now, funny thing? Prettiest girls somehow don't actually get hit on as many times because of intimidation. Yes, exactly. I see guys uh, staring and they're just scared to 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 go talk to them which which brings me back to that point you were bringing staring don't mm -hmm. fucking stare <laughs> like it's so bad so like i'll see a guy straight up staring at a girl and i'm like all right she sees you staring now you lost your chance now you cannot go over there not necessarily it worked for my so? husband it worked for my husband he is very shy so the way we met is he stared. He didn't come no up to me. No way. <laughs> yes. He stared. He was scared to come up to me. He didn't want to talk. He didn't want to take me out or anything. It drove me crazy. He stared for about a week at the place where I worked. And I just came up to him and I was like, all right, we got to do something about this. I, I <laughs> let's, let's go play soccer. <laughs> Let me ask you, I, I know you don't reveal too much about your husband, but I just want to know how tall he is. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is like, he over six feet tall? No, I don't think so. I mean, I'm super wow. short. I am super short. 
So, so that means we could take some notes from this guy. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> what I like to do, <laughs> what I like to do, I do not stare. I'll just be working out, just do my peripheral vision so they mm-hmm. don't see me staring. Mm-hmm. And then once they're done with their set, that's when I'll approach. Don't ever approach a girl when she's in the middle of a set. Yes. <laughs> no, don't too. do that. Oh, it's the worst thing you could do. Uh, and I would say if you're smart enough, you'd also count how many sets she did. Because I do three or four. So when I'm uh-huh. done, that's the best time. Because I'm thinking of figuring out what I'm going to do next. But I don't mind talking while I'm figuring out. We can multitask. Wow. Okay. That's smart. Mm-hmm. So when you're moving one from one station to another station. Yeah. Because now you got some time on your hands. Interesting. Yep. That's a really good piece of advice. There you go. <laughs> now, now I, I never thought about this. But I was on a date with a girl who I met at the gym. Uh-huh. And she told me she's straight up intimidated to go to the weights section. She just does the treadmill because um, the guys intimidate her there. Now, I wanted to ask you, uh, for you and the other girls listening to the podcast, do you prefer meatheads or the slim guys at the gym? So the guys who are super muscular, uh, do you get intimidated by them not going to the weights section? Or you guys prefer like the slim guys that... uh, they don't seem too intimidating or does it not even matter? So again, coming from a perspective of a married woman, I don't have a preference on other men because I have my own. However, if I was not married, my personality, mm-hmm. I don't get intimidated. You'd be surprised. I feed off of others. So if I walk in the gym, I make severe eye contact. So, so. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. People get intimidated by me. I'm walking in and I'm staring right at you and we're playing a game. Who's going to look down? And I am not the woman to look down to the floor when I walk places. I look at every mother fluffer around and everyone's like, what the hell is her problem? But I don't care. I go to the weights. I grab all the weights I can or I want. And most of the times I do see other girls follow me after that. Most of the times, it's it's me. I started. I go in, and then another, like, two, three girls kind of pile up around and kind of try to, like, stay within that circle of ours. But Oh, my God. So they kind of feel safe because you're the girl there. Yeah. Like, all right, now we could. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But I do see that girls are very shy. When it comes to weights, they want to. They want to come up. They're shy. They're not feeling comfortable. So if I... I would be into guys who are average looking. I would not look into like too slim. I would not look into someone who's overly jacked because once in a while I want to have a chicken wing. Okay. So <laughs> like, leave me be. I'm pretty sure all you eat is egg whites and I can't live like that. So I can't live like that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm like so honest with you, but that's just how I am. Um, Yeah, I I honestly don't think that most girls are not into someone who's super, super huge because that's also scary. Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting. But you got to look for someone who's within your comfort zone as well. So let's say if you are jacked, you're huge, you are working on um, competing, look into a girl, see around, maybe there's a girl who's doing pretty much the same thing. Because then you're on the same 
you know, wave. You're kind of doing the same thing. It's not going to be scary for her. It's not going to be scary for you. You're um, not going to take her out to eat something because you're both on a diet. So it's going to be more of a, hey, do you want to work out together? Because that works for me. You have to really look at yourself and analyze yourself and reflect off of what you see when you're looking for someone in the gym or if you are into someone in the gym. Because most of us, we fall for our own reflection, male and female. We like someone with similar features, as terrible as it sounds, but Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go for someone with very long, slim nose because mine is a freaking potato. (laughs) Like... Let's be honest. You will realize that that's what it is. It's, it's psychology is, is that. Interesting. So mm-hmm. what, like, what, you know what I noticed that I get, I get more conversations at the gym mm-hmm. when I wear a jujitsu, my jujitsu gym, cause I own a gym. Uh-huh. I wear my immortals jujitsu hoodie. And then a lot of people are like, Oh, you train jujitsu. I'm like, yeah, you know, would you ever want to, would you ever want to try, you know, would you ever want to stop by? And I've actually gotten clients and dates from the sweatshirt. So definitely, uh, you should definitely advertise what you're all about. So that was very, a very interesting perspective you brought up. That's a really good point because it also sounds like you're successful. And so when you're wearing something of um, representation of what you do, it makes you, it makes you stand out and it makes you more attractive. Interesting. Now, uh, I know a lot of I I saw on your uh, stories that sometimes you have haters out there. Um, And I I need to tell men and women, don't judge a book by its cover. You know, you've gotten people say, oh, you only care about booty, this booty, that. But you don't know the hard work it takes from to, to get a physique like yours. You don't know the hard work it takes to go to the gym on Saturday nights like I see you do. And and also, um, hey, I don't know I think how I'm much you want to elaborate. You. I don't know what's happening, but yeah, you're breaking up a little bit. Breaking up. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes, much better. I'm actually okay. moving to my car at this point, but we can keep recording. Okay, cool. Now, um... My next point is not to judge a book by its cover. So I wanted to, I wanted you to elaborate on some of the haters, how they shouldn't be thinking that way. And also, I don't know how much you want to talk about it, but the fact that you are like an expert pianist and you teach piano, uh, if you want to talk a little bit about that for the fans. I wanted to talk about some people that like to judge a little too much because I feel like that's a huge turnoff. You said, you get some messages from people that are like, oh, all you do is pictures of uh, videos of your butt. Right. Um, <laughs> now, it's usually coming from very ugly, jealous people. So I wanted to elaborate on how that's not the right mentality for success in life. And I would also yeah. like you to talk a little bit about your piano uh, career <laughs> and, and, you know, because I thought that was very cool and I was confused on why you don't really show that side of you too much. Right. So starting off with haters, I don't get bothered anymore. It used to bother me a lot. I used to like close off and, and just go, listen, it's not worth it. I'm just going to stay away from the Internet for a while. And then I realized, well, that's how they kind of feed off your energy when they try to push you towards reacting. So I started, I, I have a rule. If I read a comment, a message or anything that is hateful, 
I take my first response, I type it up, then I give it a minute, I leave the page, and then I go back into it, I reread it, and I respond second time. So my first response is never what I actually type up. Because first of all, you're always going to be like, bitch, who are you to tell me this? Look at your <laughs> wow. And then you go back and you say, well, certainly, of course, that's what I was going for. Thank you for pointing it out. And they get confused and they don't understand how come your reaction wasn't aggressive. So they go off and try to get your reaction again. I noticed, and it's my personal experience, that within three answers where you don't try to neglect their, their, their energy, but rather of, of building that negative energy, you keep telling them, well, I see your point. You're correct. I am showing my butt. But that's not the only thing I'm showing. And frankly, that's giving me the views to also perhaps change someone else's opinion on what's appropriate in the gym, what's not appropriate in the gym, and just, you know, to show off my, what I, what I did with my body. I mean, I had a transformation within six months or eight months. That's a whole ass baby that I could have grown. And instead I, I changed my body to, to feel strong, to feel confident, to feel beautiful, even though I was all that before. So I never try to say that I'm not doing what I'm doing. Clearly, if you go on my page, I'm very proud of my assets. <laughs> However, <laughs> <laughs> and I notice However... I, I look at some of these people that hate, and it is they are all not 90% of the time, 100% of the time, it's a loser, a male loser. And if it's a female, usually very unattractive female. Well, thank you for that determination. <laughs> I appreciate going through them. Listen, that's what I don't do. I don't address what's wrong with them. I see their point. Yes, I didn't show the exercise. I only show the intro to the exercise. But I also feel like it's obvious that I work out. Because if you look at me 32, 36 pounds before, the mm -hmm. only way I here is not a magic pill. It was the workout. Yeah. Exactly. So, and it's and it's and it's not easy to lose 30 pounds. You know, that's what they don't realize. They're yeah, like, oh, she's showing off. Well, you go to the gym and lose 30 pounds and then get back to me. <laughs> well, you know what? You also have to consider the fact that I am short. Um, and the fact that I wasn't obese. So I wasn't 200 pounds and I lost 50. Um mm -hmm. I because I, I do feel like, or I wasn't 200 pounds and I lost 30, because I feel like there is that line where losing 30 pounds is not as noticeable or perhaps not as difficult. And I'm not trying to give myself more credit or take away credit from someone else. What I'm trying mm -hmm. to say is that sometimes the smallest changes to start actually shredding, to start actually losing that body fat that shows the muscle that you grew, that is harder to do. Those last, as they say, those last five pounds will haunt you forever because you can't can't seem to move past. Oh my God, that's so true. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially for jujitsu, I got to a nice happy weight, but then when I wanted to fight at a lighter weight, those last five or 10 pounds are the worst. 
they just don't come off whatever you do they don't come off yeah and this is what i'm trying to tell people yeah i lost 32 pounds and it's amazing achievement you know what it, it wasn't easy and also at this point i'm 120 and i am five five two i think so like i'm the healthy weight but it was harder to get here than yes was- especially those last couple pounds yeah so i am proud so that's why i'm showing off like okay (laughs) (laughs) now um what i like to do is at that similar interest i'd like to actually find out what their other interests are and a lot of people think hey this guy just works out he's a meathead this girl just works out all she cares about is her appearance so i wanted to talk to you about digging deeper and maybe talk about a little bit about your piano career because i thought that was really cool Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for doing that. (laughs) I very rarely bring it up because I feel like it's very underappreciated. And when I first moved to America, I came to study. I came to get my bachelor's degree as a classical pianist. Um, I was a concert pianist. I performed in the Carnegie Hall three times. So it was a big deal for me, you know, coming from a different part of the world and for my family as well. But I noticed that everyone here in America, at one point of their life, touched an instrument. They played piano, or as they refer, they played violin, or as they refer to it. So when I was telling people that I study music, that I play piano, they were like, oh, I did that too when I was in fifth grade. I'm like, well, that's the difference. You sat next to the piano for 30 minutes, three weeks, I played it my whole entire life. That's different. So I mm-hmm. stopped bringing it because I feel like if I tell people that it's been my entire life, that from the age of five, all throughout my now, I've performed, I've played, I've I've invested my entire childhood and youth and adulthood into being a professional. Mm-hmm. And someone tells me, I played piano also in fifth grade. I felt so miserable. I felt as if I sacrificed the best age I could where I could have more friends or more fun or a birthday party where I didn't have to play for hours a day. Um, But instead, I played for hours a day so that I could be something special. And then they take it away by saying, I played it too. So I, I am going to strongly disagree with you there. I think you should be very proud of it and always talk about it because let's just let's dig deeper than than just meeting someone uh, and going out on a date for me and a lot of men uh, that actually are looking for substance. Right. If a girl's hot, that's cool. But a huge turn on for me, a huge turn on for me is when a girl has an actual passion. You know, when they say, hey, I'm really into history. Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I played this instrument. At that point, for me, regardless of it, whether or not they're attractive, I want to get to know them because you show that you're a complete person. So I personally think that you should definitely, you should market that more. You should talk about that more. And I definitely think you could inspire someone who, who stops playing piano because of three weeks and say, hey, you know what? Let's let's pick this up again, because I do that with jujitsu. Hey, I tried jujitsu. I'm like, well, 
maybe it's time to try again. You know what I mean? Right. I get it. No, I certainly get it. It's really hard to cross your own pride when it comes to that, I mm -hmm. guess. It was easier for me to just close it off instead of feeling like I either have to always explain myself. Like adult people, when I was 18, adult people would tell me, oh, so you go to school, what do you study? And I would say music. And I'd say, and they would say, but, but, but what's your major? And I said, music. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, but what is it that you want to become? They would think that I don't understand the question. Also coming from being from a different country, they would assume that music was my my um, side hobby. thing. You know? Yeah, like hobby. Mm -hmm. So they would say, what is it that you're going to become? And I'd say, pianist, a musician. I am already one, but I'm getting my degree to be to be certified kind of and they would say oh 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 good for you but it, it would take them three times to confirm that i'm doing something as a hobby but professionally and that was also very very much frustrating um because you just feel underappreciated and again when i post it on instagram i do a lot of times get oh wow i didn't know you played so well or, oh, wow, I didn't know you played at all. And then sometimes I get, well, clearly, if that's what you're going to be showing, all of your views are going to go down because your tits and butts is not in it or like whatever. And like you get some haters to say you can't combine classical piano and gym workouts or stretching or yoga. You can't combine that because those are different skills. And classical pianists should be covered up and, uh, you know, sitting somewhere in a cave and you only see the hands. I don't oh know. Oh, my God. That that just goes to show how people's uh, minds in our society are warped. They're like, hey, we don't care about this beautiful skill that you have. Just talk about the other stuff. You know what I mean? And um, so, so what I wanted to ask you now, let's forget about. Uh, uh, physical appearance, etc. Like when you met your husband, I'm going to assume that it had a lot to do with his inner self. Do you get emotionally, mentally turned on when a guy has a very important skill, like knowing how to play an instrument, knowing martial arts, um, being good at business or something? Is that very important to you? Yeah. The most important thing is for me to be involved with a person who is busy, who's um, achieving something, who's constantly growing, and who someone who is invested time-wise into something, where you have too much free time on your hand. Most of us don't get to actually evolve because with that free time, you choose, and most people do because it's easier, you choose to downgrade, you choose to lay on the sofa, you choose to play a game, you choose to scroll through girls that like the butts. You don't choose to and <laughs> you don't choose to invest into what could level you up with your partner or make you grow with them or even make you grow on your own. The hugest turn on is a person that to me that changes every day. Yes, I love stability, but I also hate to outgrow you. You know how bored I'm gonna get? If I get better and you don't, partner is someone you started with 
from both being children and you both grew into being adults. That to me is a partner because when you start a relationship, no matter what's gonna anyone's gonna tell you, you kind of shed off some years of experience because now it's a new relationship. So you kind of gonna be a child again. You starting all over with new person. It's always gonna be new. And then with them, you're gonna be growing into a new adult. No matter what age you're at, you're at 40. You met someone. Those first couple of months. You're about to be a freaking child and you know it and you love it. And that's what makes you feel that love. It's not the love itself. It's the feeling of being a teenager, losing mind over someone, being that child. And then with them, you're going to grow into being a stable, uh, very reasonable adult. But if you're not growing, that's when the relationship is not going the right way or won't work out, especially like for me. Now, I, I will strongly agree with you there. Um, when I'm looking for a serious relationship, not a fling, I make sure we have the similar mentality on life. So she doesn't need to do jujitsu, but she needs to be fitness oriented. She doesn't need to be at work all day, but I need career oriented. Um, uh, she doesn't need to be as passionate as me about the things I'm passionate about but I need her to have some type of passion in her life. And a lot of people don't have hobbies or passions. Mm -hmm. So I think that's super important. And I agree with you. You need to find some. You need to find, find someone who's also busy on their own. So you're not scared of leaving them for three hours thinking, all right, next thing you know, he's going to be hooking up with someone because that's where your mentality is going to, you're, you're mentally going to be thinking he is not going to be busy. He's going to do some shit that I can't trust. That's where the trust issue is also coming from. If I know you're busy, you don't have time for hosts because you're busy. Yes. Yes. And um, it also goes to show that if they're not busy, that they're a loser. Like I'll be doing teaching class, running my business, and then I'll get 40 texts. Where are you? Why aren't you answering? What are you doing? What's wrong? And I'm like, man, this person has way too much time on their hands. Oh my God. I hate it. I absolutely hate that. Yes. You've dealt with that too. Um, in the beginning when I was much younger, uh, somewhere in like early, early stages of dating, not really being sure of what I needed, when I needed someone. I hated to to wake up to like 20 text messages from someone who would freak out and it was just childish to me. I was always busy. I'm a person that doesn't have a free minute. My minutes are all, I'm, I'm doing things. Yes. All no, it's an assigned time. And so being with someone who had plenty of time to try to keep a track of you and um, try to make you feel bad for not giving them exact location, like a freaking oh, iPhone. <laughs> yeah. I'm not an iPhone. Turn it off. Yes. That's amazing. Now, um, I know you, <laughs> our episode was supposed to be half an hour, but it's getting close to one hour now because I think... We, we just wanted to go over picking up chicks, but it got much, much deeper than that. And I'm very happy it did. Um, <laughs> could you let my fans and your fans know where they could find you? Uh, now's the time to give yourself a little plug. Hey there. I don't know what happened, but I lost you. 
I know what happened. It was my mommy. She called me. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. It's all good. So, uh, yeah, this was supposed to be half an hour and then it ended up being an hour because we ended up diving super deep. So I wanted to see if you had any plugs. Where can my followers find you? Uh, now's your time to plug yourself. Oh, that's so sweet of you. So, yeah, um, I'm on Instagram mostly. I did recently started a, a Snapchat. It's not even started. Uh -huh. I, I'm so old. I can't even say it. I got a Snapchat, <laughs> but I am not on it. I don't really have that much time to be on both platforms. So I'm on Instagram. It's so, yeah, the mm -hmm. Instagram is Sonia Bill, S-O-N-Y-A-B-I-L. So please feel free to. Me. I'm <laughs> friendly as you know just don't approach me with some creepy stuff or you're gonna end yes. up on tea time there's <laughs> some fun, fun stuff and that's something that i'm yes. really well known for however you'll see that i'm never never posting anyone's identity because i'm not here to judge and i'm not here to make anyone feel bad about themselves i just want the world to know what an average female being has to go through sometimes okay so that's it and uh, my youtube channel you can find in the link of um, in my instagram in the bio great and that's just your name again uh, sonia bill that's it that's exactly it Awesome. Well, it was a pleasure to have you on the podcast. I can't wait for the next one. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I very much appreciate it to be on with you today. It was so much fun and I can't awesome. wait for the next Thank one. Thank you so much. Have an awesome day. Bye -bye. You too. Take care. Hope you guys loved that episode. I definitely learned a lot. I hope you guys learned a lot. So next time you see a hot chick at the gym, don't be a creep. Don't be a loser. Go over, say hi, see what happens. Remember, guys, you could follow me at K-O-O-L-R-A-K on Instagram. You can follow the gym at Immortals Jiu-Jitsu. You can follow the podcast at Rambling with Rack. And the website is almost finished, sultanofstrangles.com. Please DM me if you would like a Sultan of Strangles sweatshirt, if you would like an Immortals hoodie, or if you want a Sultan of Strangles t-shirt. Love you guys. Thank you so much for the support. Make sure to share the podcast in any way you can. Go on iTunes and rate it five stars. And if you have Spotify, please uh, subscribe to the podcast. Love you guys. Have an amazing day.